1: This is Pure Opelka
0: With Michael Pelka
1: Only
2: on the Blaze Radio Network Oh, this old trick again Yes, it's early Yes, it's Pure Opelka Yes, it's live So, uh, good morning How are you? How's your family? How's your sister? How's your parents? All of them How are your friends? How you doing? I'm feeling particularly New York this morning and happy I'm not in New York this morning. There's all kinds of things going on. I'm happy to be coming to you from the constitutionally protected free speech bunker in the woods of Arden, Delaware. Uh, A couple of bits of uh, breaking news in the world of of, uh, water travel. We're looking at uh, the story that's, that's popping on TV right now is a ferry boat in Hyannis Harbor, Massachusetts, with 57 people on it, had to uh, get uh, Coast Guard help, five passengers medevaced after an accident. We hope that's a, that comes out okay. We don't know much about it. It looks like it overshot something. It's perched up on what appears to be some sort of a barrier. Not good. Uh, and the situation with the, the uh, United States Navy warship that struck a, a cargo ship. We have seven sailors, seven crewmen missing. And uh, there, there's not a whole lot of explanation to this yet. This is one of those stories that uh, I'm sure we're going to find out eventually what happened. But it's it's um, distressing when we have people who volunteer to protect this nation and they are deployed and on a ship and you run into a cargo ship. Seriously, how does that even happen? In the, the shipping lanes where this occurred, it's a it's a very crowded area. It's like the entrance to two of the biggest ports in Japan. And that situation causes a great number of traffic in the 505 foot long United States uh, ship, the USS Fitzgerald, a destroyer, uh, collided with this Philippine container vessel. And they were just about 56 miles out out to sea off uh, Yokosuka. And the ship, had some flooding issues i think it was three sections in the front of the ship were taken on water (coughs) they've tugged it back to yokosuka naval base and are working on but right now the biggest efforts are, are are trying to save or locate the seven seven crewmen who are missing It it was moving under its own power, but it needed some help being tugged back, and they're trying to pump out those segments. But we have uh, naval aircraft. We have ships. We have Japanese Coast Guard assistance. I I just don't understand how this happened. I know it was very early in the morning when this destroyer had this accident with a ship that's about five times the size of it. The cargo vessel has a—and I know what you're saying. How could— How could it hit? And you look at the damage, the damage on above the waterline is substantial, but uh, there is damage below the waterline because this is a bulbous bow of a ship. In other words, underneath, there's this massive bulb, like a big nose coming off the ship. And it struck uh, it struck it uh, under the waterline and did damage. That's where it punctured and started taking on water. So our prayers go out this morning to the entire U.S. Navy, and, and hopefully we'll find the members of the Fitzgerald who are missing. Let's hope there were no fatalities. At 2.30 in the morning, there's not a full-duty crew up, but there is there's someone on deck, and there is someone who should have been monitoring and seeing that this, um, this Philippine carrier, this Philippine uh, container vessel was in the neighborhood. So we, we know they're sending a couple other um, Navy crafts. I think it's the Dewey is on its way. But, but the, um, a couple, two, two, of the, two or three of the people from the Fitzgerald had to be airlifted. So let's hope, let's hope to God we can, we can resolve this uh, with no loss of life. But there are updates on this coming all the time, I'm sure. I'm sure that's going to happen. Uh something wild happened last night, and we'll get to that uh, in just a minute in New York City. You know, there was a a big discussion of of the the play Shakespeare in the Park and the fact that they're actually parodying the trump White House and essentially mocking Donald Trump and mocking Melania in this play, uh, adapting the Shakespeare to modern times and having basically a a Trump character playing Julius Caesar, and he gets uh, assassinated. It's in the play. It's been there forever. But portraying Trump as Caesar has caused considerable discussion. Now, when I first heard it, I was like, okay, yeah, I expect it out of New York. And then sponsorships started pulling out And, again, I'm a free speech guy. In terms of free speech, I think the Shakespeare on the Park people are okay to do this. I don't like it. Uh, I I don't think it's inspiring people to try and stab the president. I think this is these people getting their little crybaby tantrum out. I heard, and I think Glenn Beck said this. I have to check this. I heard Glenn say, uh, pretty sure it was Glenn, that the same theater company, previous years, did this with Barack Obama. So if that's the case, everybody who's whining about it should be quiet. Because it's it's parody. It's I don't think it's inciting. I have a friend who went and saw it. A friend who goes to Shakespeare in the Park all the time. He might be liberal. We never discuss politics. But I know him to be one of the more fair people uh, I've, ever, I've ever discussed anything with. He is a working comic, stand-up comic, and yeah, some comics tend to lean very liberal. He tends to lean truth. And so, uh, seriously, we've never discussed politics. I know what you're saying. Mike, you talk politics all the time. Well, there are days I don't talk any politics. But he went to see it, and he said it was brilliant. He thought it was great parody, He was not inspired to stab anybody. So, uh, you know, the Kathy Griffin thing is different to me. Again, it was her right to do it. It was CNN's right to say, I'm sorry, you crossed the line. You have to go. Same thing with Reza Aslan. Reza Aslan crossed the line. CNN had the right to say, you crossed the line. You have to go. But he was perfectly right. Or within his rights to say what he said on Twitter I don't have to disc- I don't have to agree with it but I can I can say it's a, a ugly comment he said about the president but back to the play last night some activists and in fact a guy who's been on this show before Jack Posobiec and uh, and there was a woman attending the play as well their place was packed it's now become the hottest ticket in town it already was a hot ticket it's become even hotter and uh, you you can actually pay people to go and sit there and get a ticket to see this now I know that uh, my friend my friend my old friend in radio and television Sean Hannity is very upset about this place existence Uh, And he rails about it, especially because there's apparently some federal money used to promote or support Shakespeare in the park. You don't have to like all the art that's out there. And if this were if this play were saying, hey, somebody needs to go stab the president, then, yeah, I'd say shut it down. You can't do that. But. I also don't think it's appropriate to to shut the play down. You know, this this protest happened last night in inside the uh, Central Park performance of Julius Caesar. This this moment happened and a woman rushed on stage and started screaming and hollering. And uh, I think I've got it here. It's about a it's about a minute. And ten seconds, and it um, it gives you the the entire event, including some comments from Jack Pusobek afterwards. It's uh, in the play. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to pause. We're going to pause.
1: Security.
2: So a woman walked up on stage during the middle of the play, and you can see the play. It's a full, full audience, substantial audience. It's probably, I think there's like 3,000 people there. It's a pretty big outdoor venue, and she's yelling, stop the the politicization and the, the pushing violence against the right. The announcer in the theater says, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to pause. (laughs) Gee, do you think so? Do you think anybody thought this might be part of the play? These people who are there, most of them, 95% of them are New York City liberals or liberals who've driven now from out of town because this has become sort of a bucket list thing for liberals. Do you think they, they didn't figure out what was going on as then security starts rushing the stage? Well, maybe they thought it was written into it. But if you know your Shakespeare, you know this. This doesn't happen in Julius Caesar. And now security is rushing to the stage.
1: Security, please.
2: And a guy in a black suit, a guy in a black suit, grabs the woman. She's still trying to talk. Now, several guys in black suits and uh, security guys with shirts that say "security" are escorting her off pretty quickly. Of course, the crowd is applauding. Now. He's like Joseph Goebbels! That's Jack Posobiec. Jack Posobiec, who's a, uh, a pretty outspoken guy on this topic, and he's calling them all Joseph Goebbels, uh, a Nazi who was part of the propaganda movement in uh, Nazi Germany.
1: This is Goebbels! You are all Goebbels! You are inciting terrorists!
2: Now he's in the, in the actual seating area at the theater in, in Central Park, the outdoor theater. And I'm guessing because all the security had rushed the stage that there was nobody there to get to Jack and get him off stage. And he's up there yelling, you are all Goebbels, you are all Nazis, and uh, you're inciting terrorists.
1: The blood of these police yes. is on your hands. Sir. The blood of these police yes. is on your hands. Goebbels Sir. would be proud. Sir. Goebbels Sir. would be proud. Sir. Goebbels Sir. would Sir. be proud. Come this way. Sir be proud. Sir, Goebbels would be you proud. Say, sir, you're you're
2: would be proud. I love the fact that there's a guy uh, there's a guy trying to calmly move Jack Pasobic out and he's saying, Sir, sir, you need to come with me and Goebbels just looks at him and goes or uh, Goebbels. <laughs> Pasobic looks at him and just says, Goebbels would be proud. <laughs> Doesn't yell it, just kind of says it to him. And now he's being escorted out of the theater.
1: would be proud. Go, would be proud. Nazis, sir, you go, are sir. Nazis. We go. would be proud. Uh, Goebbels would be proud. Please, Gerbils please, Gerbils would be right, proud. Go.
2: Look, this happened last night. This is a protest. Uh, I, I I support protests. I don't support disrupting these people's business. And Shakespeare in the Park is a legitimate production. These people are all right. Why didn't you do this out front? Why didn't you stand out front with signs and protest? I I cannot condone in any way stopping the production of the play. I will fight for free speech everywhere, especially speech that I disagree with. So uh, if you want to see it, I should tweet out a link to this so you can see what what this lady did and what Jack said afterwards. And you can decide for yourself. I I will do just that as we go to break on Pure Opelka.
0: You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi,
2: I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today.
1: To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951.
0: You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network.
2: Welcome back to Pure Opelka. Yes, yes, it's live. Yes, we're here. And yes, I rudely forgot to tell you the phones are open. Yes, the phones are open. We're here working. I'm here in Delaware and the guys are in Dallas pushing the buttons and answering the phones. Robert's making me sound good. Martin's on the phone. So give him a call. Triple eight. 900-3393, 888-900-3393. 900-3393, 888-900-3393. Even if you don't want to talk to me, say hello to them. They deserve it. And if you're in the Dallas area, uh, today is the, the big deal sale of, of all the stuff from, uh, from 1791. 1791 clothing companies having a huge sale today. So if you're in the area, I think there's some online deals, too. We need to check that out. See if I can get somebody on the phone here and uh, get details on that. Maybe, maybe we'll get the brains behind 1791 to give us a, an update. Um, I'm going to, after, after the bottom of the hour, I'm going to give you a shot, one last shot uh, on, um, on the chance to win the Mark Lee action figure. I, I got it in the mail. I ordered this, I think it was like six months ago. We had Debbie Lee on the phone. And Debbie announced that this company was making this amazing lifelike depiction of her son, who was the first American Navy SEAL killed in Iraq. Mark Lee, just a, a, a beautiful human being whose last words to his mom, that note, that note to his mom just days before he died, is so touching. And if you read it, it because it, it's out there, uh, it's also a copy of it is also included in with the action figure, this beautiful action figure. Uh, you'll understand what we're talking about. You'll understand the kind of human being he is, he was. Uh, Debbie Lee continues to operate America's Mighty Warriors. It's a group that helps, helps all kinds of soldiers, Returning from battle with problems. She does programs. I'm sure there's a Father's Day event. Usually they have a Father's Day event where families and dads can come and be part of, part of a, a healing, restful event. And so I decided that this weekend we would do something special. Yesterday I, I played a montage and asked you to tell me what does the montage, all these clips, have in common? And so many of you have entered, but we're at eight o'clock. We're going to stop taking the entries. M um, Opelka at TheBlaze.com. dot com. M Opelka at theblaze dot com. Send your entry. We're going to take all the correct entries and randomly select one of them to win this. Uh, this is just really cool. Mark Lee tribute. It has it has um, Mark Lee in his In his uniform and there's there's about 300 separate pieces of equipment I don't know I'm exaggerating but they come with it and they're all with such great details such great care was taken in the construction of this when when I got it when I opened it up there are a couple extra pieces and there's one little bag and it looks like a headset that you would wear if you were trying to communicate with a group privately you know it's a headset and a microphone and it said, we sent this extra one because we didn't like the way the first one fit exactly. So we want you to have this. So just replace this. And I thought, these guys are really into detail. So after the break, when we come back, we'll, uh, we'll give you another shot. I'll play the montage and you can send in an entry. But remember, 8 o'clock Eastern, we're cutting it off. At the end of the show, we'll... We'll tell you who's the lucky winner of the the Mark Lee action figure. It really is beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. And uh, when we come back, there's news on the Cosby trial. If you were here yesterday, you heard Bill Zimfer talking about what's going down now that the jury initially told the judge they couldn't come to a decision. Well, yesterday they told the judge again. Guess what happened? And Bill Cosby decided he's going to talk to the people first time since the trial i'll play that for you next as well come on back
0: you're listening to pure opelka with mike opelka
3: on the blaze radio network
0: You're listening to Pure
3: Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network.
2: Welcome back to Pure Opelka. I'm uh, in the break. I was trying to check up on something. Uh, Apparently, the nephew, Riley Opelka, the 19-year-old kid who's trying to get into Wimbledon, play his way into Wimbledon this morning, and it's not on any streaming, so I can't keep it on in the background. Uh, and I'm hearing from Robert in Dallas that it, it might be on TV now. So uh, I have to tell Riley's dad that that's going on. So, George, if you're listening, and I know you are because he was watching the stats before. It's a, um, it's a competitive match. He's playing against a, a young Canadian former Wimbledon Junior champ. So it's Wimbledon Junior champ against Wimbledon Junior champ. And it's uh, going to be a tough battle. But who knows? That, you know, it's tough to get into Wimbledon. That's why they have this. Uh, before the break, we talked about the giveaway that's going to happen at the end of the show today. We are going to uh, give somebody this beautiful Mark Lee action figure. And all you have to do is figure out what, what these news clips, these traffic clips have in common.
1: Like me on 285, I get a round, round and round, round we go every Friday. Mark Aaron is standing by. Good right. morning, Linda. Good morning, Fred. Good morning, everyone. All I need in this traffic life of sin is me and my girlfriend. That's Ashley Frasco with good news on 85. <laughs> Yesterday morning, Linda was horrible ride on 85. You know, that's the way it is. Some things will never change. Hopefully, this morning things will be better on 85. We go to the maps looking good so far. This time of the morning, we go up over your drive to work. Joining us on the North Side Perimeter, Mark McKay, Untouchable Like Elliot Ness.
0: Visibility problems here in Sandy Springs.
1: We have been monitoring trouble though on I 285 in Fulton County. Mark McKay, let's show these people how we do it over this west side because you and I know it's the best side. It's a crash in from Lawrenceville on 85 South. Of course, you can depend on Mark McKay like the first and the 15th to be up over the scene. Yeah, this uh, crashes on the right shoulder. All eyes on me as we take a look at 285 this morning. Mark here, I'm giving you the traffic the way that you want it. Mark, how do you want it? I want it uh, nice and easy on the north
2: side. Okay, did you figure it out? Hurry up then and send your answer to me, MOPelka at The Blaze, M-O-Pelka at TheBlaze.com. And we will, at the uh, very end of the show, from all the correct answers, tell you who's getting that Mark Lee action figure and uh i i think it's got a value like over 200 bucks so it it could be yours you just got to get you got to get moving now uh speaking of getting moving the jury in the cosby case in the cosby trial is uh is going back to work today yesterday after 50 hours of deliberation they apparently told the judge sorry your honor um we we can't we can't make a decision we're we're deadlocked and the judge told them well you got to go back to work and apparently the judge can do this uh forever and ever and ever there's no limitation on how many times this judge can tell these jurors you need to keep going And last night, when the uh, news of the latest deadlocking occurred, Cosby spoke to people outside of the courtroom for the first time since the trial began. Now, he's come out in the past and walked walked by the crowds of people. And in fact, lately, he's been doing the Fat Albert shout, the hey, hey, hey. And that leads me to believe he's pretty, pretty confident that this is going his way. This is Cosby last night. I just, I just want to wish all of the fathers a happy Father's Day. And I want to thank the jury for their long days, and their honest work individually. I also want to thank the supporters who've been here, and please, to the supporters, Stay calm. Do not argue with people. Just keep up the great support. Thank you. The,
0: the jury announced yesterday
2: that it so was that was yesterday. CNN grabbed that as it was happening. Uh, the the deadlock jury does seem to to favor Cosby, at least from what we've heard. The curious part there. Why is he why is he telling people whatever happens don't argue with people if you are the supporters don't get into an argue cause do you think there's going to be a riot if you're if you're either convicted or acquitted do you really think that sir I think that's th- that's a little bit of ego on Bill Cosby's part if he actually thinks that that's going to cause a riot either a conviction or Or whatever of him, seriously, Mr. Cosby, seriously. now, the situation that is pretty tense is the uh, the case of the verdict in the Philando Castile killing, and that that situation uh, looked pretty pretty intense as uh, lots of crowds gathered in the street and marched for what they considered to be. Um a, a miscarriage of justice. I don't know if you remember the Philando Castile case. That was the one where the guy was shot by uh the police and it was pretty much a broadcast on uh television. It was um he he was um he was the thirty-two year old man. This happened in Minnesota, and St. Anthony police officer Geronimo or Geronimo Yanez was found not guilty he was charged with second-degree manslaughter and uh, he was also found not guilty on two counts of restless discharge reckless discharge of a firearm this happened back in July during a traffic stop if you remember the video was um, incredibly intense it was a video that showed Castile's girlfriend Diamond Reynolds and a four-year-old child, her daughter, in the car at the time. And Reynolds live-streamed what happened after the shooting. And Friday, she was quoted as saying she was incredibly disappointed. Her, uh, her statement read, My boyfriend, Philando Castile, was pulled over because, officer, per Officer Yanez, he had a wide nose and looked like a suspect. Apparently, they were looking for someone who had a similar appearance. Who knows where this, where this was? Castile's mom, absolutely not pulling any punches. Uh, she was everywhere last night as well. And uh, I, I can't even begin to imagine what a mother's grief would be like, especially with the amount of public attention that was paid to this. But I think it's, it's hard to comment on a mother's grief. But I kind of believe she's, she's pushing this a little bit over the top right now. This was her statement. Nevertheless,
0: it never seems to fail us. The system continues to fail black people and they will continue to fail you all. Like I said, because this happened with Orlando, when they get done with us, they coming from you, for you, for you and all your interracial children.
2: I don't know what that that has to do with it for you and you and you and all your interracial children. Miss Johnson, I know your heart is breaking, but I, I, I think you're you're pushing this a bit. I think you're taking this into a, an area that could cause more problem than healing. And she talked about how much her son loved Minnesota.
0: Or next. And you'll be standing up here fighting for justice just as well as I am. I am so disappointed in the state of Minnesota. My son loved this state. He had one tattoo on his body and it was of the Twin Cities. The state of Minnesota with TC on it. My son loved this city and this city killed my son. A
2: horrible situation. A horrible situation that (laughs) I don't think 99.9999% of us can wrap our heads around. But I think riling up the anger and, and possibly inspiring violence is a bad thing. Especially, I don't understand the comment about interracial children. I don't understand it at all. Why? Was there any evidence? Was there any discussion? Was there any inkling that this was related to Uh, Any any interracial child, this is a a, a terrible, terrible, terrible situation, and don't make it worse. That's all I'm asking. God help America is what his girlfriend said, and I wish Philando Castile's mother would take the same position. God help America. Michael Pelka and Puro Pelka, we'll be right back.
0: You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network.
2: Welcome back to Pure pelka uh, that that promo for the morning blaze those are the worst accents ever they're worse than than Chris Salcedo's impressions my God come on guys let's let's get it right all right leave the comedy to the professionals people doc Thompson returning monday i I tried to reach doc but uh I haven't heard from him haven't heard from him yet uh, since, since the vacation. Doc went away, and usually after a day or two, he'll call and check in. And we, we trade ideas. Just so you know, the Blaze radio family actually is a radio family. M- maybe it's more like the Adams family or the Manson family than, than the Brady family or the cleavers but we actually do stay in touch and we exchange ideas and we trade off and say hey that worked that didn't work if you heard yesterday afternoon the end of the show Chris Salcedo actually joined me for a little bit of what we call a crossover and I I think that's part of what's very important here is the collegial atmosphere so I was hoping to hear from Doc and see what he's up to and uh, the only call I've gotten from Doc Thompson over the entire vacation was the really strange call I got the other day and I think it turned out to be his son accidentally dialing me because <laughs> I heard Doc in the background with some people and the phone was making noise like somebody was like touching it nearby and didn't know they had called you know you're hearing like like that and I kept saying hey Doc Doc nothing nothing not a thing so I'm, it was either him but dialing me which I don't think it was or it was, um, the little one cubby calling me accidentally. And, and I would have loved it if he would have talked, but no, cause I haven't heard from him in a while. Okay. Enough about inside, inside stuff, Mike, we'll get to more of the politics, and but I want to talk about this is politics. It's, it's political, but not political. The story that, that a lot of us have discussed, um, Ted Nugent, and what Ted Nugent said, his flip-flop, normally a flip-flop's a bad thing. You know, we we tried to check out all the politicians who flip-flop during the campaign and call them on it. And sometimes when somebody flip-flops and they go the right way, you have to call them on it and say, good, congratulations. So Ted Nugent actually flip-flopped on something. Ted was on a radio show, a WABC radio show that's here in New York. A lot of people will hear it because sometimes they syndicate this stuff. And talking to Curtis Sliwa and his co-host, Ebony. Curtis Sliwa was the guy behind the Guardian Angels. They used to be a, a group of citizen patrols around New York City in the days when everything was out of control. In the days when you got on the subway and you hoped to get off the subway. And if you saw somebody with the red beret and the red windbreaker, you knew they were part of the guardian angels who were people basically unafraid to step in and protect a citizen who might be getting rousted by some hooligans. And Nugent was on there talking to Curtis and Ebony about how they approach the political discussions, the discourse we're in right now. And he said this
3: I think this subject matter is critical right now. I think we've reached critical mass. I, I tend to agree you and I had a bit of a confrontation because of some of the language I've used. And I, I have reevaluated my approach, even though I'm a street fighter. I'm from Detroit. Yeah. We use language in the street, we use certain harsh terms. But at the tender age of 69, Uh, My wife has convinced me that I just can't use those harsh terms. I cannot, and I will not, and I encourage even my friends-slash-enemy on the left in the Democrat and liberal world that we have got to be civil to each other, that the whole world is watching America, where you have the the God-given right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and we have got to be more respectful to the other side. But I have that, to clarify.
2: Ted, Ted's, Ted's comments ring true, and they should ring true with all of us. We have to be more accepting of each other. We have to be more understanding. We have to seek not to create an abrasive environment We have to first seek to create an environment that will be open, open the ears, and then give them the truth. It's easy to insult somebody. I know. I can be pretty good at it. But it's more satisfying to make it all better and teach them where they are wrong instead of laughing at it. We'll be right back.
0: Pure Opelka
3: with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network.